I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time, 830. KSL's top story this hour. Another morning drive and another round of snow. The two just seem to go hand in hand this year. Isn't that the truth? KSL News Radio's Adam Small is out on the roads in Bluffdale with the latest, Adam. Amanda, Tim, coming northbound from Utah County, the snow and the slush is becoming less of the story on the roads this morning than it was earlier. It's still a problem, but the roads, on at least on I-15, are mostly wet. The problem is now we're getting the morning rush hour, and that's just clogging things up, making things slow. Getting over the point of the mountain was not easy. But the good news is the storm is tapering off more and more. We still have off and on flurries, but a lot of the conditions have continued to improve over the morning hours. Uh, and and it looks like we're going to be dealing with more of this. We've been hearing on the forecast that we could be getting more snow again for tomorrow morning's drive. So remember, just tune in with us again. Tomorrow morning, we'll be out on the roads again. And wherever you're going this morning, just be sure to be safe. Reporting live in Bluffdale, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. KSL meteorologist Brett Benson says this storm was a bit of a morning surprise in some places along the Wasatch Front. And it's expected to move south as the day wears on. During the day on Monday, we're going to see that uh, front sag a little bit farther south and move into central Utah, where we'll see some heavier snow showers over the higher elevations. A series of small storms just rotate around the southern uh, end of this low pressure, and those those little storms will move through. There's another one for Tuesday morning. There's another one for Wednesday afternoon. Not real big storms, but they keep interacting with this stalled out front, and we're seeing those snow showers redevelop. Brett says this pattern continues throughout the week, but the showers at the end of the week will mostly be rain in the valleys and snow in the mountains. Utah voters will get the final say on if we should remove restrictions on the state income tax. Lawmakers passed a resolution during the legislative session to let Utahns vote on the initiative on next year's ballot. Voters will decide if we should limit income tax revenue to fund public education. The ballot initiative is also tied to eliminating the state's portion of the sales tax on food. Governor Cox celebrating some wins after the uh, legislature closed shop for this year on Friday. On top of that list, home runs were tax cuts and water bills. Utah will be getting the largest uh, tax relief in our state's history by multiples. There are several water conservation bills, including over $500 million in funding. We also had, again, historic funding when it comes to investments in education. The the governor says that education uh, funding paves the way for all-day kindergarten and better teacher pay. 
KSL's top national stories this hour. The 2024 presidential race is continuing to take shape. I am your retribution. Former President Donald Trump speaking at the Conservative Political Action Conference, telling reporters he's in even if he's indicted. This as he faces state and federal investigations over his finances, classified documents, and the January 6th Capitol attack. One of his biggest challenges expected to come from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis hasn't officially announced his campaign yet, but he's currently on a book tour with stops planned this week in key states Iowa and Nevada. That's ABC's Lindsay Watts. As you get ready to file your taxes, make sure and watch out for scams. The IRS is seeing more and more tax scams being promoted through social media. IRS spokesperson Rafael Tolino says promoters are encouraging people to falsify W-2s to try and get a large tax return. We're trying to warn people about promoters who are promoting schemes, telling you to do this, that, and the other on an actual tax return. Then they're gone and you're left holding the back of that tax return because you signed it and you're responsible for the information on it. Tolino says to watch out for red flags. Never give personal information unless you absolutely know who's on the other end. The IRS, if they're going to contact you, is letter in the mail first, letter in the mail, and not a you know random phone call, email, text, uh, that kind of a thing. Britt Johnson, KSL News Radio. First look traffic now, and here's Andy Farnsworth. Amanda, we still have the big backups on South 15, trying to get from Murray to Midvale. The crash near 7200 South continues to cause that delay, which now almost reaches back to 4500 South, 25 plus minutes to get from 45th to 72nd. If you're going south through Salt Lake County, the northbound side improving, and we still have some backups in Sandy. It's a lot of wait time uh, going south on uh, between Big and Little Cottonwood Canyon. That's because they pushed the canyon opening until 9 a.m. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The mayor of Farmington says the city is sending condolences to the family of a young man shot and killed by police officers. KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson reports. In a statement sent from City of Farmington via Facebook, Mayor Anderson says many questions people have about last Wednesday's shooting at a traffic stop near the post office will be answered when body cam footage gets released in a matter of days. Meanwhile, he calls for patience, compassion, and empathy for everyone involved. Mayor Anderson says the city is not involved in the investigation. Farmington police say they did find a handgun lying on the driver's side floorboard after Allen was shot by police. Kennels are full at the South Salt Lake Animal Shelter. The past few years since the COVID shutdown, the shelter has seen a large increase in animals that need a stable home. Animal Services Supervisor Jenica Laws tells KS on his radio what citizens can do to help. So we're just asking, come in, give them a chance, let us take them out of the kennel and show them what great pups we have. Their adoptable pets can be seen online or in person Tuesdays through Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Memphis Grizzly star John Morant is apologizing after an Instagram live video showed him flashing a pistol at a nightclub. Morant says he will take some time away to find better methods of dealing with stress. Morant's coach says there's no timeline for bringing him back to the court. Man, plan for a bunch of extra time if you're heading southbound on I-15 between Murray and Sandy. Northbound is... No, no better, really. We'll check it coming up in a moment. On It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.